Bonjour à vous tous. Good morning to all. Alors, c'est une grande joie pour moi d'être ici parmi vous avec mon épouse Lorraine et notre plus jeune fils Jean-René. It's a joy for me to be here with my wife Lorraine and our youngest son Jean-René. Je veux vous remercier de l'opportunité que vous nous donnez de présenter l'œuvre que le Seigneur nous confie à Montréal. I'd like to thank you for this occasion of presenting you the, our work we are doing in Montreal. Et avant de vous parler de l'Église, j'aimerais vous parler un peu de du contexte de la ville et de la province. Before talking about the church, I would like to present you with the context of our province of Quebec. Montréal est la métropole de la province de Québec. Montreal is the metropolis of the province of Quebec. Elle est la troisième ville au Canada pour sa population et l'une des quinze plus grandes villes en Amérique du Nord. In terms of population, this is the third greatest city in Canada and the fifteenth in North America. Montréal est une Montréal est une île qui baigne dans le fleuve Saint-Laurent. Montreal is an island in the St. Lawrence River. La province de Québec compte environ 8 millions de personnes dont près de la moitié habitent le Grand Montréal. Population wise, uh, the province of Quebec is made up of 8 millions of people <coughs> and about half of them live in Montreal. Montréal est une ville moderne. Elle a été l'hôte des Jeux Olympiques d'été en 1976. Montréal est une moderne city that has been the hostess of the Olympic Games in 1976. Elle compte quatre très grandes universités qui rassemblent 168 000 étudiants. We have four uh, major universities attracting 168,000 students altogether. Dans les années 60, les Québécois ont abandonné le catholicisme alors que l'immigration des dernières décennies a ouvert la porte à l'immigration de toutes les religions. In the 60s, Quebecers, uh, in great numbers, forsake Roman Catholicism and immigration in the last decades opened the doors to all kinds of religions. De leur côté, les Québécois d'origine, bien que la plupart s'identifient encore à la religion catholique, ont pratiquement tous rejeté cet héritage. Yeah. Though native Quebecers are still identifying with Roman Catholicism, most of them, in practice, have abandoned, have forsaken all kinds of uh, religious uh, practice. Le portrait aujourd'hui est le suivant. Les religions étrangères se développent de plus en plus alors que les catholiques The contemporary profile today is that the foreign religions are uh, increasing and <coughs> Roman Catholicism is still decreasing dramatically. Nous pouvons dire que pratiquement toutes les religions qui existent sur la planète sont représentées à Montréal. Yeah, all the religions of the planet are represented in Montreal. Il y a dans un des quartiers le plus grand temple sikh au Canada. In one of the neighborhood, we find one of the greatest Sikh temple in Canada. Le gouvernement du Québec permet l'immigration de beaucoup de musulmans puisqu'un très grand nombre d'eux sont francophones. Quebec government allow immigration of a lot of Muslims since many of them are francophones. Et la très grande majorité d'entre eux s'installent à Montréal. And the majority of them are uh, establishing themselves in Montreal. À l'inverse, plusieurs des bâtiments catholiques, presbytériens et anglicans sont à vendre. And the opposite, many of the Roman Catholic buildings, Presbyterian buildings and Anglican are for sale. Les traits du, du portrait religieux s'accentuent donc à chacun. So the religious profile is getting clearer and clearer year after year. En ce qui concerne les évangéliques au sens large, au Québec, il constitue environ un demi de 1 de la population. Concerning now the evangelicals, they represent about uh, still 0.5 of the whole population. 
Et le, le drame, comme presque partout en Occident, c'est que l'Église évangélique abandonne de plus en plus le sola scriptura. And are, uh, as anywhere else in uh, Western, in West, uh, the evangelical church is forsaking more and more the sola scriptura. Et en plus des religions présentes, il faut rajouter l'athéisme qui gagne du terrain. And we have to add on top of that atheism which is gaining ground constantly. Concernant la langue, les proportions pour la province de Québec sont 80% de francophones, 9% d'anglophones et 11% d'allophones. In terms of language now in Montreal in the province of Quebec, you find 80% of people speaking French, 9% uh, speaking English and 11% Other languages. À Montréal, c'est très différent. 54% de francophones, 17% d'anglophones et 29% d'allophones. Situation is very different in Montreal, where 54% of people speak French, 17% speak English, and 29% are allophones. Notre église est donc dans un milieu multiculturel et multiethnique où les racines historiques meurent peu à peu. So our church is in the midst of a multicultural and multiethnic place where the historical roots are gradually disappearing. Sur le plan politique, les, Politically, les gouvernements sont plutôt socialistes. Governments are rather socialistic. Nous payons environ 65% de nos revenus en impôts et taxes en échange de services distribués par l'État. We pay about 65% of our incomes in all kinds of taxes in exchange of services this, uh, provided by the state. Cela fait en sorte qu'il y a une mentalité d'un état providence et nous devons lutter contre cette mentalité qui entre dans les églises. It, it goes without saying that it has an important impact on people's mentality, this kind of providential receiving all the time, and when they walk in the church, they come with the same expectations. Maintenant, concernant notre Église, concerning the church now, nous occupons les locaux d'une Église de frères, ce qui fait que nos cultes sont en après-midi. We are gathering in a church, a Brethren church, so that we are gathering in the afternoon, Sunday afternoon. Il y a sept ans, l'Église réformée baptiste ne comptait que huit personnes, dont six étaient ma famille. Seven years ago, uh, the church was made up of eight persons, and among them, six were his own family. They all resigned since. No. Le Seigneur m'a donné des occasions de contact parmi les jeunes puisque j'avais été chef de camp de jeunes durant toute une été. The Lord provided me with many occasions of contacts among young people since I have been uh, camp leader of, of our young people during uh, a whole summer. J'ai donc concentré mes efforts uh, dans ces contacts que j'avais qui se situaient entre 15 et 25 ans. So I concentrated my efforts with these contacts that I had whose age was between 15 and 25 years. À cet âge, la personne est souvent disposée à réfléchir. Elle se pose beaucoup de questions, mais a peu de réponses. À l'école, secondaire et universitaire, la personne est confrontée à toutes les philosophies humanistes et anti-chrétiennes. 
J'ai donc multiplié les rencontres avec ces jeunes en discutant de théologie avec eux. So I multiplied the meetings with them, discussing theology with them. Puisque mes enfants étaient adolescents, je discutais souvent avec leurs amis. Since my children at the time were teenaging, I was discussing often with their friends. J'ai commencé peu à peu à donner des études bibliques à certains d'entre eux. I gradually started to give some biblical studies to certain of the, to some of them. J'ai cherché dans les librairies chrétiennes de Montréal un cours en français sur les bases bibliques. I looked for a, a, a course, a French course on the, the basic of Christianity in all the Christian library bookstores in Montreal and I didn't find any. Je n'ai trouvé aucun cours qui traitait de la question de la création et du péché. Nothing was uh, uh, treating, was discussing about the question of creation and sin. J'ai donc conçu un cours qui suit le schéma création, chute, rédemption. So I created my own course uh, treating this question, creation, fall and redemption. J'ai donné ces études bibliques à la plupart des personnes que je rencontrais. I gave these biblical studies to most of the people I was meeting with. Peu à peu, le Seigneur a ajouté, de sorte qu'aujourd'hui, nous sommes 30 membres. L'assistance est d'environ 60 personnes lorsque tout le monde est présent, incluant les enfants. So progressively, the Lord has added, so that today we are about 30 members, and the attendance is around 60 persons when everybody is present, including the children. Depuis quelques années, le Seigneur a ajouté des familles. The last year, the Lord has added families. Une famille de cinq enfants, en, de, de cinq enfants qui ont entre 4 ans et 14 ans. A family of uh, five children being aged between 4 and 14. Une autre famille a sept enfants entre 2 ans et 15 ans. Another family has seven children between 2 and 15. De plus, les adolescents que j'enseignais il y a plusieurs années fondent à leur tour leur famille. And now the teenagers that I used to teach years ago are now founding their own family. Nous avons, par exemple, Christophe et Rina, dont j'ai eu la joie de célébrer le mariage en, de, en 2006, qui ont maintenant trois enfants. For instance, we have Christophe and Rina. I had the joy of uh, celebrating their wedding in 2006, and now they have three children. Andy et Catherine ont un fils, et Georges-Émile, notre fils, et Stéphanie ont deux enfants, et bientôt un troisième. Andy and Catherine have one son, Georges-Émile, our son, and Stéphanie have two children, and soon a third one. Aujourd'hui, il y a 18 enfants à l'église. Les âges sont, se situent entre nouveau-nés et 15 ans. Today, we have 18 children in the church between uh, the, well, newborn uh, babies and uh, kids of uh, 15 year old. Nous prions pour les jeunes garçons en particulier afin que le Seigneur suscite des ouvriers. We pray especially for the young boys so that the Lord might raise workers. Nous avons huit enfants et garçons et ma prière est que le Seigneur en fasse des prédicateurs de sa parole. We have eight boys, eight young boys, and my prayer is that the Lord might make them preaching of the gospel, preachers of the gospel. Et pour reprendre l'expression de Jean Calvin, que ce bois devienne des flèches dans notre église, dans notre ville, dans notre province. If I can borrow from Jean Calvin, not John Calvin, Jean Calvin. <laughs> may this wood be, may this wood become arrows in our church and province. Et nous savons que le décret du Seigneur inclut les moyens qu'il utilise. And we know that God's decree is including the means he is using. Pour ce faire, nous avons des déjeuners d'hommes où nous recevons un enseignement de la parole de Dieu qui vise à faire de nous des modèles, des colonnes, des hommes de la parole de Dieu, des hommes de prière, 
bref des hommes de Dieu. So we have regularly breakfast, men's breakfast, where we receive a biblical teaching from the Word of God, and we aim at building some solid men, some uh, pillars in the church. Les femmes se rencontrent aussi périodiquement. Elles s'encouragent dans les responsabilités que le Seigneur leur confie. Women also gather together periodically and encouraging each other in their responsibilities. Nous sommes encouragés de voir les familles prendre de la maturité. We are so encouraged to see our families gaining in maturity. Et nous, nous pensons que... Nous pensons que parmi les hommes de notre Église, il y en a qui sont appelés à être, euh, à être diacres ou anciens éventuellement. And we believe that among the men of our church, some are called to become eventually deacons or elders. Depuis environ 18 mois, il y a trois hommes de notre Église qui m'assistent dans la prédication. Yeah, for the last 18 months, three men in our church are assisting me in the ministry of the Word. La moitié des hommes de notre Église ont pris des cours de théologie de niveau Half of the men of our church have taken some theological classes on the university level, and uh, they are able to teach uh, solidly, uh, give some teaching to their spouse and their, and their children. Les jeunes familles de l'église ont un projet d'école maison. The young family of our church has a project of homeschooling. Au Québec, l'école maison est légale, mais une organisation in Quebec, homeschooling is legal, but an official organization is illegal, though. Donc, nous ne pouvons pas organiser une école en église. Which means that we cannot organize a school as a church. Ce qui est permis, c'est que les parents enseignent uniquement leurs enfants pour au moins 80% du temps alloué aux études. What is allowed is that the parents can teach only their children for uh, at least 80% of the time allowed to studies. En même temps, l'enseignement à l'école publique est humaniste, rejetant toute autorité et surtout la Bible. Of course, in the public uh, schools, uh, humanism, uh, the rejection of authority and of the Bible is rampant. Le projet que nous avons est de favoriser l'école maison tout en mettant les dons de chacun au profit des autres. Our project is to try to favor homeschooling and to put the gift of each other at the benefit of the others. Donc, les parents ne sont pas abandonnés à eux-mêmes, ils peuvent collaborer entre eux. So, parents are not left to themselves, they can collaborate within them. Mais face au gouvernement, nous ne pourrons pas avoir une organisation officielle. But officially, in terms of the government, we could not have an official organization. L'Église doit se relocaliser temporairement parce que le bâtiment que nous occupons présentement sera complètement rénové. The church now has to move for a certain period of time because the building we are occupying now needs to be renovated. Nous pourrons rentrer euh, dans le bâtiment en septembre ou octobre prochain. We will be able to come back in our building now only in September or October, next September or October. Et nous prévoyons profiter de ce moment pour faire un effort d'évangélisation. Donc, lorsque nous allons rentrer dans le bâtiment, et cet effort consistera à l'envoi de traités, possiblement de publicité dans le journal. As soon as we get back in our building, we have a plan, a project to start some evangelism through uh, literature distribution and things like that. J'aimerais maintenant vous parler de deux nouvelles personnes qui fréquentent notre église depuis peu. I would like now to talk about two new people who are attending our church lately. 
La première est un homme d'environ 30 ans. Il est marié et père de trois enfants. The first one is a man of 30 years old. He is married and father of uh, three children. Il est chrétien depuis plusieurs années, mais il n'avait pas d'église locale. Il recherchait une église où la parole de Dieu était centrale. Il nous a trouvé il y a quelques mois. Il fréquente euh, l'église depuis et je lui donne des études de bibliques. La difficulté pour cet homme est que son épouse est farouchement opposée à tout ce qui est chrétien. Unfortunately, his uh, wife is uh, uh, utterly opposed to everything that is Christian. Je lui donne des études bibliques dans des Tim Hortons, mais c'est souvent difficile pour lui d'être présent aux réunions. I am giving him some personal biblical studies, but this is very difficult for him to be present at the meeting, at the church meetings. La deuxième personne est une femme d'environ 45 ans. Elle a grandi dans une famille catholique. She grew up in a Roman Catholic family. Son père est un rosicrucien. His father was a in the Rosicrucian movement. Does it work? Rosicrucian movement? Yeah. Cette dame a pratiqué des sciences occultes durant une quinzaine d'années. She has been involved in uh, she has been involved in occultism for about 15 years. Depuis quelques années, elle a abandonné toutes ses abominations pour se tourner vers le Seigneur. But in the last year, she has forsaken all these abominations and she turned to God. Depuis ce temps, elle cherchait une église fondée sur la parole de, de Dieu. And since then, she was looking for a church founded based on the word of God. Il y a un mois, j'ai débuté avec elle des études de biblique et elle fréquente nos rencontres. A month ago, I started some biblical studies with her and she is attending faithfully our meetings. Ces deux personnes nous ont connus à travers un frère qui travaille dans une librairie chrétienne et où il a plusieurs occasions de parler des Écritures avec les clients. These two people came in touch with us, uh, with us through a brother who is working in a Christian library and he had many occasions to talk with them about the Scriptures. Depuis deux mois, nous avons notre site Internet sur lequel se trouvent toutes nos prédications. Since two months, we have our own website on which you can find all our preaching. Il y a des personnes qui nous trouvent d'un peu partout dans la francophonie et qui, qui écoutent les prédications. Yeah, some people found us all over the place in the francophone world and they are listening to our preaching. Et nous souhaitons que ce moyen serve à la propagation de l'évangile du Christ dans la francophonie. We pray that this, by, by this means we can share and proclaim uh, the gospel of Christ among the francophones. Comme certains d'entre vous le savez, nous avons débuté il y a quelques années une implantation à Elmer, tout près de la capitale du Canada, c'est-à-dire Ottawa. As you know, we have a church planting uh, going on in Elmer, close by Ottawa, which is a capital city of Canada. Cette implantation est très difficile parce que le responsable André Pinard doit travailler à plein temps. This church plant is very difficult since the responsible there, Dr. André Pinard, must work full time. André prépare les prédications et les enseignements de la rencontre en semaine. André is preparing all the preachings and the teachings of the meetings during the week. Donc, bon, une fois par mois, nous envoyons un prédicateur pour le remplacer. Once a month, we send someone to fill for him the pulpit. Et notre prière, c'est que le Seigneur suscite un ouvrier à temps plein pour euh, cette église. We pray that the Lord might raise a full-time worker for this church plan. André et son épouse Carole reçoivent une dizaine de personnes à la maison à tous les dimanches afin de célébrer le Seigneur. Yeah, André et Carole, his wife, are receiving about 10 people in their house every Sunday to celebrate the Lord. 
La plupart sont des immigrants africains qui trouvent Chandri et Carole un accueil chaleureux. Most of them are African immigrants and they find warmth with Andre and Carole. Il y a quelques mois, une famille du Burundi qui se trouve dans la partie est de l'Afrique a joint l'église. C'est une famille de trois enfants. A few months ago, a family from Burundi, uh, in east of Africa, joined the church, and they, are, have, a, they, are, they have three children. Il y a aussi une famille camerounaise. Le mari doit souvent repartir en Afrique. L'épouse et sa fille fréquentent l'église depuis trois ans. There is also a family from Cameroon, but the husband must often get back to Africa. But his, his wife and his daughter uh, attend the church in three years. Nous prions. Uh, sorry. Il y a aussi un couple qui est chrétien depuis environ 30 ans qui a joint l'église en 2012. There is also a Christian couple who joined, uh, who are Christian for about 30 years, who joined the church in 2012. Et nous prions que le Seigneur puisse ajouter des personnes et qu'il bénisse l'évangélisation. May the Lord keep adding people and bless the evangelism efforts. Il y a deux ans, le doyen de la Faculté de théologie évangélique de Montréal, M. Amar Jabalem, a demandé d'être aumônier de l'institution. Two years ago, the dean of the Faculty of Theology, of Evangelical Theology in Montreal, Dr. Amar Jabala, asked me to be the chaplain of the institution. J'ai accepté sa proposition car je crois que c'est l'occasion pour moi d'avoir un impact sur de jeunes étudiants qui veulent réfléchir. I gladly accepted this proposal for I believe that it would be for me a good occasion to have an impact on the young students who want to think uh, the whole matter of uh, biblical faith. Le professeur qui est responsable du programme de maîtrise m'a partagé que la plupart des étudiants prennent des cours non pas pour devenir pasteur mais parce qu'ils n'ont pas d'enseignement dans leur église. Yeah. The professor who is responsible of the master program shared with me that most of the students are reg uh, registered at the faculty not because they are aiming at becoming pastor, but because they don't have any teaching in their church. So I give thanks to God for this opportunity to be with these students. Maintenant, quelques mots sur le plan personnel. Personally, now, mon épouse et moi nous rendons grâce au Seigneur pour les bénédictions familiales. My wife and I, we bless the Lord for the blessing He's sharing upon our family. Notre fils Étienne a recommencé à nous téléphoner périodiquement après un, un long silence de plus d'un an. After a year of silence, our son Étienne got back in touch with us. Nous continuons de prier pour son, son salut, que le Seigneur puisse lui rappeler l'Évangile qu'il a entendu. We keep praying for his salvation. May the Lord bring back in his heart the teaching he got. Notre fille et notre belle-fille attendent chacune un enfant. Si les choses se passent normalement, notre fille accouchera en mai et notre belle-fille en septembre. Our daughter and our daughter-in-law are both expecting child. And uh, God willing, our daughter will give birth in May, and our daughter-in-law in September. Notre fille et son mari servent le Seigneur dans une église évangélique. Our daughter and her husband serve the Lord in an evangelical church. Depuis septembre dernier, nous sommes déménagés dans une maison intergénérationnelle avec notre fils George Mill et sa famille. Last September, we moved in a new house, intergenerational home. With our son George Emile and his family. C'est une maison à deux unités familiales 
Donc, l'intimité de chaque cellule familiale est préservée. It's a house with two family unities, and the intimacy of each one of the family uh, is preserved. Nous avons ce privacy, I'm sorry, privacy. Nous avons cependant une salle en commun que nous avons appelée le Spurgeon Room. C'est là que nous réglons toutes les questions de théologie. We have, never, we have a, a common room that we have baptized the Spurgeon Room. This is where we solve all the cigar, no, not the cigars, the, 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 the cigar problems. Merci pour votre écoute, pour votre soutien dans la prière et pour votre fraternité dans le Seigneur. Thank you for your attention and for your fellowship and your faithful support. Uh, should we wait for the question afterwards, after my own report, or if we go right now? Where's the boss? There. Can I take a few questions? Yeah, well, they will meet at the faculty. Yeah, they will. They, they are planning to meet in the rooms of the Faculty of Theology until June, because their building is is for sale. But in June, they will have to find another accommodation until September or October. All those who can just speak English. <laughs> just, yeah, <laughs> yeah French, French speaking, that's right, yes. <laughs> you are a francophone now. <laughs> What are some of the duties of being a chaplain at the... Quelles sont quelques-unes de tes tâches en tant qu'aumônier à la faculté? <laughs> je me promène dans les corridors et je, je discute avec les étudiants. I walk in the corridors and I discuss with the students. Je tente de les aider un peu dans leurs travaux. I try to help them out with their papers and works and studies. Et lorsque ça se présente, de susciter quelques conversations. And when I had the occasion, of course, I always take the opportunity of having serious conversation with them. Je suis aussi responsable de l'organisation des cultes à la faculté. I am also responsible of the chapel. Thank you. Merci. <laughs> Now I will speak in my name. Hallelujah. It's good to be here. It's good to be in America. America the beautiful. Eh? God shed his grace on thee. Crown your good with brotherhood. From sea to shiny sea. I am in love with this song. We play it every single day. On our radio station, I am serious. <laughs> love it. <clears throat> The first thing I would like to tell you is this. I love you. I was expecting you to answer, we love you too. 
I was preaching in the church. Just allow me a small digression. In a church one day, kind of charismatic church, and I was a bit nervous, you know, waiting to go in the pulpit and to do the job and then relaxing afterward. And they kept singing and singing for about 15 minutes. Singing little courses and, um, you know, with very limited lyrics and they kept going and going. And then the pastor said, I love you. And the congregation cried, we love you too. And they kept declaring their mutual love on and on so that at the end I had about seven minutes left for my sermon. But in all seriousness, I really love you. Hallelujah. You'll learn very fast. And I have all the reason in the world to love you. You have been so good to me. And Arpka had such an impact on me, my life, and my ministry. You know, the, the, when we grow older, the older we grow, the, the, the more we even love those we love. Does it make sense? Because we, we realize how precious they are. Before coming here, as I was preparing, I don't know what I was preparing, but I was preparing something. <laughs> so many things came to my mind. I was thinking of Brother Earl. Blackburn, you know that my sending church is Lemirada, when we lost our building in Quebec years ago. And, you know, we thought it was the end of our ministry there. And Earl sent me a preaching uh, titled Unfulfilled Expectations. Good preach has been such an encouragement. It's just an example among many. Dr. Jim Renihan coming to teach us. Uh, dear brother Bob Self that I phoned so often to ask advices on all kinds of subjects. And he was so uh, all available all the time. And uh, Fred Malone, when I felt like quitting. Fred, I'm in the mood of quitting. And Fred was, you know, cranking me up. And uh, brother Brad, Brad Wingers, who healed me from my socialism disease. And, uh, <laughs> you know... Uh, and, and uh, brother, uh, brother Steve Garrick, uh, when we were passing through a very tough time, uh, and the church in Fort Worth at the time have been so helpful as well, and Arden and Gordon and so many people. So, and I, I will never forget uh, what Carlisle Church did for me as well. My, uh, it was Tuesday, my, my Tuesday lunch at the Backdoor Cafe with Wall Gentry my course of pastoral theology with him. It was so precious. So I love you. This is what I have to say today. <laughs> Thank you. Say it again. <clears throat> we have a singer in Quebec. His name is Gilles Vigneault. Well, he lives in France now. And he has one of his songs that goes like this. Le temps que l'on passe à dire je t'aime et le seul qui reste à la fin de nos jours. The time we spend saying I love you is the only one who will remain at the end of our day. Isn't that true? So, I love you. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Can't wait to tell my wife that I am loved. <laughs> 
she won't believe it, I'm sure. <laughs> she's still thinking she's the only one able to love me. <clears throat> By God's grace, we are experiencing a great season in Quebec City because I am still among the elders of our church, Église Réformée Baptiste de la Capitale. We are expecting to ordain, God willing, one or two elders this year. And uh, uh, Danielle was talking, was referring to the church plant in Elmer. Well, one of our men, he's not a pastor, but, you know, he can teach and he can preach occasionally. So he is willing to go and to help André Pinard in Elmer. One of the main things that happened in the last year and a half in our church is there is now a new consciousness of the importance of mission. Sorry, we don't have any picture and PowerPoint because Daniel and I, we wanted you to look at it. We like to be looked at <laughs> and to be loved. So, so, uh, so I hope we are not too much boring. So, yeah, a new consciousness of the importance of mission. And uh, it, it went beyond even our expectation when we started to try to, to, to develop this kind of culture of evangelism, if I can use the expression. And we are so pleased. And we want to keep feeding, feeding this, this vision that translated in, uh, in compassion, in our prayer life, and in our giving as well. I am still responsible of a group meeting every other Friday. We don't know exactly when it is about to end because I committed myself for about six months just to bring them to a certain level and then they will be free to make their own choice. At this point, three families of this little group, well, most of them, join our church. We are very thankful to God for, for that. And there is a man among them, coming from Madagascar, who I believe is a potential candidate for the ministry. I am also mentoring another pastor. He's coming from Mexico. He's a Mexican. He's pastoring a very, very small group, uh, just a handful of people. Uh, he's ministering in French. And their pastor died uh, four months ago, and he was kind of desperate. He, don't, he doesn't have any training, no experience in pastoring, and he has the responsibility of the church. So he was looking for help. And through the radio station, he got in touch with me and asked me if uh, I would be willing to be his mentor. So we developed a great, great relationship. And I believe he is also a potential candidate for the pastoral ministry. He is attending very faithfully this far my class on the 1689. Last year, as you know, I had the privilege of uh, going to teach uh, a, th uh, a course on theology proper in New Zealand. Thank God for uh, Brother Jim Renihan, who had the faith of recommending me. Faith or folly, I don't know. Eh? The, the, the line is thin. But it's been a great, great experience. I felt so much home there because their fellowship is about the same size than our association in Quebec. They are facing the same, the same pressure, the same challenges. And I, I would even dare to say that they have about the same accent than I have. If you have talked with David Hughes, he speaks a bit like me. Or I speak a bit like him. Such a good man, by the way. I'm so pleased that David is joining 
our family of missionaries. Such a great man, and he's do, doing such a great job. He and Ian Fuller is co-elder over there. Great, great guy. And I hope that uh, they will be well supported and well taken care of. I am still collaborating with the Faculty of Theology. I know that the name is very tasteless. Uh, insipid. Is that a word? Insipid? Yeah, it's very insipid. Faculty of Theology Evangelique. It doesn't say anything. But it's a branch of um, Acadia University in Nova Scotia. And uh, we are still in touch with them. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was there on the panel of the uh, defense of a thesis. It was very, very interesting. And we have all kinds of discussion. Our CERB, Centre d'études réformées baptistes, Reform Baptist Study Centers, is still on. And we have, uh, I am teaching myself, and we, we keep having once a year people coming from the States uh, teaching for us. And I had a very interesting conversation this morning with Dr. Joel Bickey. And I know, by faith, I will already announce that he is coming. <laughs> is he here? Good, so I can talk freely then. <laughs> Our radio station, which is the most demanding part of my ministry, because I am preaching every single morning at 8 o'clock, and it is repeated in the afternoon. I am in the book of Acts at this point of time. It's still very demanding, but at the same time, most rewarding. We keep receiving encouragement. The fact that we don't receive too many contacts, though, and this is too typical of our culture, of consumers, right? We love it, but we won't commit ourselves. So we keep going. We like it. We send a check. Even even non non Christian people send support, but not com but we not committing. So we keep praying that uh, well we are sowing. We cannot do more than that. You know? uh, we have one of our former prime minister who used to say, "You don't pull on the roses so that they might grow faster." Right. Uh, so we are sowing and watering in the expectation that the Lord will have it grow. I have a new program on top of the one I have every morning because, you know, when we are out of staff, you have to do everything, so we do everything. Um, we have a new Arabic program. Arabic program. Because we have three mosques. Mosques? Mosques? Mosques in Quebec City. Why do you laugh at me, Rena? <laughs> You're supposed to love me? <laughs> Oh, hallelujah. You're forgiven. <laughs> Love lifted me indeed. So we will have this new Arabic program, which is uh, provided by the Reform Ministry in Cyprus. The name of the mission is MERF, M-E-R-F, Middle East Reform Fellowship. Do you know it? Yeah. Is it good? Yeah, it's good. And we have a young man in our church, Peter, who is uh, speaking Arabic, so he will be able to answer the letters and the phone calls and so on. And we receive a, a, a request from a group of pastors in um, Eastern Township, in the Eastern Township, Sherbrooke area, for those who are familiar with Quebec. And they would like to have a repeater in their area, a repeater of our radio station. We said, you know, 
Of course, we are willing to have a repeater all over the world, even here. You know? But we don't have the, the, the money for that, so they are providing all the money. They will pay for everything. They would like to have the radio station there. So it's very encouraging. Um, my preaching in the morning, Parole du Matin, morning word, my program in the morning, is going to be broadcast or broadcasted. Broadcast? Broadcast in Congo, Brazzaville, in Africa, because they have a new uh, Christian radio station. And by some providential channel, they got in touch with me, and they listened to my program on Internet, and they would like to air it on their radio station. So it will start shortly. Talking about, it's amazing, when we grow old, all the doors seem to open. We no longer have energy, but all the opportunities. So I have been invited to go at least once a year in Brazzaville, Congo, to teach theology courses. We have an amazing contact. They are very close to the government, and they are providing us with all the wherewithal. Very nice facilities and so on. And um, Amar, uh, who is involved in this project as well, told me that uh, about 90, according to his estimation, about 85 or 90 percent of the pastors there are not saved, are not born again, because corruption is so spread. Out. But he said that there is a good group of pastors who really wants to go forward, and they are very thirsty and hungry for teaching. So Amar Jabaladadin of the faculty would go as well as I would. I am uh, scheduled non-officially to be the first one to go this coming September. And uh, I find it very exciting. So when I am there, of course, I will take the occasion to go and visit the radio station and to record some program for them, since I will be there. I would go and teach two courses, the same course, twice. Once in Brazzaville, the capital city, and the other in Pointe Noire, which is about three hours from uh, Brazzaville. We... And as I was telling uh, Brother Jim yesterday, we is a plural of majesty. We are planning to start a new church in Saint-Rédempteur, which is in the south shore of the St. Lawrence in Quebec City. You know, we have there a population of about 300,000 people altogether. We have about seven or eight of our members coming from the south shore. And, of course, they would be very happy to have a church on their side of the St. Lawrence. Uh, there is an expression in English you have, there is a fly in the ointment. Yeah. The fly in the ointment is that I will turn 67 in October. I'm not sure if I am still at the age of getting involved in this kind of adventure. So I asked uh, Brother Gordon Taylor to join me. <laughs> and his answer came very quick. He said, if I would do that, Rena would fail me. What's the matter with Rena? Well, no, just try to picture the scene. Gordon, you, Dion, and I walking in the street of Quebec City in January, minus 38, singing all together, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Is it not appealing? So pray for this project because it's very strong on our heart. It, there is a need. 
Our main needs, of, we are always expecting to have new workers, but there is no new workers. And I, I, I said in the past, they won't fall from the trees. So since we still have some strength, we want to use them. Because we have so many towns, so many cities in the province where we would like to see churches established. What date are we today? We are in April, eh? One, two, three? Three, okay. Uh, on the what day? 22, 23 of April, we will have our own French GA. And we are very honored to, to have uh, Brother Gordon Taylor, who will come with Rena. And our Brother Gordon will preach three messages for us on mission to our GA. And then on May the 25th, our church in Quebec will celebrate its 25th anniversary. But we celebrate it in, uh, on May the 17th. We look forward for this party. We just cannot wait until the, the 25th. So it will be on the 17th. And Brother Arden Hodgen will come in Quebec to preach for us. He will come with Danny and their daughter Millie for the occasion. Among the personal blessings, my wife is now working three days a week instead of five. She doesn't want to retire. For those who know Diane, she needs at least two or three thousand people around every day. If not, she is sick. She falls sick. So she needs to witness to someone. One day she was off for three days and she was talking about the gospel with Lulu, our dog. You know, she needs to witness to someone. So she was supposed to come along with me, but something happened and finally, you know, there was always something happening. So I have nobody watching over me. <laughs> Allow me to finish with a couple of prayer requests. Pray for, we pray for strength and wisdom. I am very thankful to God that uh, I'm very healthy. I feel very healthy and still energetic. And I still have a lot of vision to, to conquer the whole world. Though some morning it's hard even to conquer my kinship. But anyway, you know, so I, I feel that I still have a lot of strength left. And I'm very thankful to God for that. And we want to use everything until, until the last minute for him. But we never know, you know, when we reach a certain age, it, we can, it can fail us at any moment. So strength and wisdom. We must show entrepreneurship, but the danger is always the same, to bite more than we can chew. This is my natural tendency. Pray according to Ephesians 6.19. Pray for me that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel as we proclaim the word of God on the air of our radio station, in the group I am meeting with, and so on. You know, in a context like Quebec, when you have to preach on Romans 1, you are a little nervous. Because, you know, uh, uh, talking against homosexuality is a hate crime now. But so far, so good. We know that it will happen, though. Sooner or later, we will be sued and we'll have problems. But Pray for new workers. We are a small association. Four of us are about 65 years old. Four over 50 years old. And two over 30. And we have so many places in need of a candlestick, in need of a church 
Apostolic Church. Pray for our second generation. So far, we have not been very, very encouraged by that. And our second generation, very few have remained in the church. They succumb to this, um, um, to, to the world. You know, we live in a world that is a predator, predator, predator. So pray for our second generation. Pray for our son, Jonathan. And we thank God, of course, for his wonderful work in spite of us in the last 25 years. As we are about to celebrate it among so many times of discouragement. Not desperation, though, but so many times where we will never make it. The Lord did it. We have a church that is now well established. Our average attendance on Sunday morning worship. Our small building is full between 100 and 115 people. We are so thankful to God. And, um, but we take nothing as granted. We know that it's always a fight. We are never arrived yet. Pray for our radio station that keeps expanding. Pray for our training center that we might develop uh, people that we might encourage vocation. We cannot call workers. This is God's work. But we can encourage in terms of our responsibility. We can encourage uh, vocation. And uh, I have, we have an encouragement. Pray for the man I am mentoring, our young brother, Pascal Deneau. He's always a great encouragement. He keeps me young. Young people are so energetic. And they like Discuss your discussion, you know. They don't choose their fight yet at this age, you know. <laughs> and thank you for your prayers and support. Thank you for these 23 years of love affair between us. May God bless you.